the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to this 820 AM The Word broadcast special, Heart of the City. Pastors, ministry leaders, and churches have received a call to serve their communities with the love and compassion of Christ. The call is from God's heart to the heart of the city. Well, welcome to Heart of the City. My name is Adrian Tijerina, Director of Local Ministry right here at 820 AM The Word. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, this program is really for you, so you can plug into the things that are happening right here in our city. We highlight churches, nonprofit organizations, ministries, just to hear how God is moving in and through His people right here in the Pacific Northwest. And that really is the heart of this program. When you're listening today, I, I pray that you would be encouraged and inspired to step out of the, your, your comfort zone. Maybe you might hear something that just calls you to action, and my prayer for you is that you would listen to the Spirit's move in your life to see how God wants to use you today. And today we're talking about a citywide movement in United Prayer called Pray Seattle, and how you can get involved with a critical uh, component of your walk with Jesus. I'm joined in the studio with Pastor Jeff Neuenschwander and Sharon Hamill. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Well, before we get into this move of God happening right here in Seattle, I want to let our listeners know how they can be in touch with this amazing move. You can go to PraySeattle.org. That's PraySeattle.org. It's an opportunity for you to plug in and, like I said, step out of your comfort zone to pray uh, for all the things that are happening right here in the city. Pastor Jeff and Sharon, I'd love to hear a little bit about you before we get into Pray Seattle. Uh, how did you come to know Jesus, and how's he moving in your life to serve him today? Thank you. Well, this is brilliant. Thank you so much, Adrian, for having us. It's so nice to be here. It's, so, it's a joy to be here and to be able to share just what's going on with Pray Seattle. I became a Christian um, when I was 11 years of age at a camp, a summer camp. Um, prior to that, didn't really know much about Jesus kind of didn't really know what Christianity was but in the mix of that week and just the conversations and the teaching and the time with counsellors who were kind of running the camp realised that wow there's this thing out there that is kind of bigger than me Mm. and I want to be part of that I was also thinking I want to have eternal life in heaven and not some other place (laughs) if I'm honest (laughs) and um and so, yes, yeah, so that set me on a on a journey for yeah. sure. And um, decades later, I am still walking with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, in some formative parts of your life, you wobble, you walk away a little. But mm. God's grace pulled me back. And actually, in the pulling back, it was more significant and more meaningful. Mm. Um And so, yes, I moved to Seattle four years ago. I'm not from here. I'm from Belfast, Northern Ireland originally. And um, even in the move to here, which was definitely not on our radar as a family um, at that time in 2018. But when we pressed into the decision to move here and relocate, God's pulling our heart, longing, uh, obedience to him, Mm -hmm. and then just moving here and relocating. And I would say rediscovering 
aspects of my personal and our personal, my husband and I, mm-hmm. our personal relationship with Jesus and our family. Um, it's been like a whole renewal of, mm-hmm. of our Christian walk and just personal faith and it's <laughs> ongoing. So yeah, I hope that gives a little bit of a flavor of just where I'm kind of coming That's from. That's wonderful. Yeah, I love the way you share that because, you know, for many of us, and I'm sure our listeners are also thinking about this, our, our walk with Jesus is is a, a something that we continue on, you know, maybe we have that sort of childhood understanding of who Jesus is, but you know, as you grow up, you just learn more and more. And uh, I love that about the Christian faith mm-hmm. is that it's something, you know, I was talking to my wife about how when we read the scriptures, it just comes to life mm-hmm. again and again and again. So how are you involved in the church right now? Um, we joined Central Community Church. We found that on Google. So thanks to Google and God. <laughs> and um, it's based in the Central District. It's a church plant now in its eighth year. Um, and so we had moved, we, we had located to that area we moved here and so really wanted a local church that was really something I really called out to God on if we're moving this far I want to find a church that's local to yeah. us and to our family and praise God we discovered this church that was meeting in a little community center and from the get-go um, felt really at home and welcomed and then um, like a year later was invited to join the staff team so I'm currently um, a prayer coordinator Awesome. On the staff team at Central Community Church, which is such an honor, privilege, and a complete blast. I love it. Well, that's wonderful. Pastor Jeff, could you share a little bit about your walk with Jesus and where you are right now? Yeah, thanks. It's great to be here. Um, so I grew up uh, in a Christian home, in a pastor's home, actually. My, my dad was a pastor on the east side of, of Seattle here. So he pastored Westminster Chapel for 10 years, uh, a great church in our area and legacy church. So I grew up uh, there and had a had a great upbringing. Um, really, kind of slowly eased into my walk with Jesus. I don't know if I could pick a certain time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those things when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, just from an early age, four or five, just felt um, like the Lord got a hold of my heart, and that just slowly developed over time. Um, in high school, my family went through a very difficult time, and. Uh, that, I think, was a time where the Lord drew me in in a special way, and I began to understand His heart for me and my family and um, some of the brokenness we were experiencing. And He just kept me tugged in, not just to Himself, but I think the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I spent 30 years of my life there at Westminster Chapel, which is somewhat unusual these days to be at <laughs> one church for that long, uh, but was able to just see, I think, the full picture and the full spectrum of the local church and uh, the good, the bad, the difficult, everything mm-hmm. in between. And, and I think that's where God cultivated in me a heart, not just for him, but also for his His people. Mm-hmm. And I never thought I would be a pastor. Uh, growing up in a pastor's home, I thought, oh, maybe I'll do something different. So I went to uh, school for business and got okay. my business degree at mm-hmm. Seattle Pacific University. And then the Lord just kept tugging me back. <laughs> and um, yeah, and and over time, he continued to, to work in my heart. College was very formative for me at SPU and got to be a part of a lot of different things in the in the region, um, different worship things and gatherings and mm-hmm. ministries. You know, college, you're just you're just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that was a real formative time. And um and then did uh, business out of college. Again, not thinking I would 
I would do this. And, mm-hmm. and next thing I know, <laughs> over time, the Lord said, I'm, I'm calling you to, to plant a church. Wow. And uh, had incredible opportunities at Westminster Chapel, so many opportunities uh, to do youth and alpha and worship and mm-hmm. different things like that. And and they eight years ago called called us out to plant with a team of people. Here we are eight, eight years later mm-hmm. in, in the city, and it's been quite an adventure and, and the joy of my life, really. That's awesome. Yeah. What neighborhood are you guys in? The church is in the Central District, Capitol Hill area. Okay, uh, excellent. Yeah, it's kind of uh, at a convergent zone of a number of different neighborhoods, mm-hmm. and that's a little bit of our missional heart to be accessible to a variety of neighborhoods. Seattle, as you know, is very different where where you go. And so we wanted to Mm. kind of be at the center of that and and see if we could reach a variety of neighborhoods. That's so awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing because, you know, I think both of you had mentioned how you felt this drawing from the Lord. And Mm. I think that that's such a crucial element of Mm. our relationship with Jesus. Mm. We're drawn into the heart of God. We're drawn into um, uh, a life of expressing who Christ is here as we live our lives. And so we're talking about PraySeattle.org. Pray Seattle is this move of God that is just, uh, I'm so excited to learn more about it, and I know our listeners are going to want to know how to plug in. Uh, Before we get there, if you're listening to me right now, you can go to PraySeattle.org. That's PraySeattle.org, and there you're going to find all the resources we're about to talk about, ways that you can plug in during this season, Mm -hmm. as there's a 40 days of prayer that's happening right now for the city of Seattle. Would you guys just tell us a little bit about what what uh, Pray Seattle is and these 40 days of prayer. Yeah, this is awesome to be able to just share this with you. And like we sit here, but we're representing a bunch of people mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. that are part of this, uh, pastors, uh, leaders, uh, ministry leads in the city. Um, so it's, not, it's a real honor for us to be able to come and share what Pray Seattle is and where God is really ignited and is moving mm-hmm. through this you know it's it's awesome i just want to backtrack a bit um and then i'll let jeff feed in but i think the pandemic has had an incredible impact mm. um obviously on the world and certainly the city but notably what happened through the pandemic people who couldn't meet in person um in churches were meeting online and then various things that were happening through prayer, when people were could meet, they would meet together outdoors um, or in small groups to pray. And so over time, you had these clusters of prayer groups across hmm. the city. Mm-hmm. And then, incredibly, God was kind of connecting these people together through prayer. Um, and so when it got, gets to this point, like, I don't know, six or eight weeks ago, when we met with a bunch of leaders from the the city, you were just so aware of, like, there were clusters of people already praying across the city, and we knew Lent was coming, this 40 days. Mm -hmm. And there was just a stirring, I would say, right, there's just a sense of something, and I think there's something we could be doing in this season. And so we just sat back and thought, well, there are people praying, let's just join these people let's join us together let's move together in the spirit with god's grace on that and i would say from a couple of conversations around the table with a gentleman who brought people together ministry leads and pastors that was in december Mm -hmm. then move into the new year and we meet and congregate again it's just kind of been this like god just stirring bringing longing, mm-hmm. making things happen. And so then on the 21st of January, we had a, 
an evening where we invited the multiple people who mm-hmm. are the broader group and people who had proximity to other people from other churches across the city. Jeff and his wife, Christina, actually hosted us in their home mm-hmm. and we were running out of seats. <laughs> there wow. was one guy that turned up and he said, someone told me about this. I don't even know what I'm really doing here, but I want to hear more about what you're yeah. talking about. And it's awesome. I think that there was an ignition in that night as we prayed together and as we worshiped God with no agenda, no one organization, no one person holding this. It was really from the get-go a united kind of movement and I feel that was really God's wow. heart. So that's just like a little bit of back Sure, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, you know, anybody that's ministering here in the city and that has still has a heart for the city after these last several years is really really committed, you know, and, um, you know, the city is a beautiful place. It's also a difficult place. Mm-hmm. And I think it got especially difficult during the pandemic because mm-hmm. you lost some of the beauty mm-hmm. of what the city offers. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you talk about loving the city, mm-hmm. right? And, and do we really love the city? Do we, do we love it when it's hard yeah. or do we love mm-hmm. it for what it can give us, you know? Sure. And, and I think, so there, there's been sort of this testing and trying period that the church has been in, especially in urban context, because yeah. urban centers got hit pretty hard by the pandemic. And um, and there's a lot of narratives around Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. You look nationally, what is Seattle known for? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All these narratives, all these uh, ideas about what Seattle is. And, and so I think our hearts started to break about that and think, you know, um, what are God's people doing? What Are, are we going to stand in the gap or are we going to just kind of um, – be upset or angry or dismiss. Mm-hmm. And what's what is God's heart? You know that what this show's about. Yeah. What is God's heart, especially when things are hard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and many people uh, had left the city during this time, and so it was a real trying time. But what we're seeing coming out of that is a real hunger mm-hmm. and a lack of pretense and pride yeah. in the people that are here and among churches. And we said, you know what? There's no name on this. There's no brand. Uh, you know, the brand is Praise Seattle, but there's no That's one it. church that gets yeah. the credit yeah. for it. I mean, it's. It's everybody. Yeah. And how can we um, work together to see God begin to move in a fresh and powerful way? He's already here. And we, we feel like that begins with prayer. And prayer is also so disarming. Mm-hmm. We can all Amen. do it. It's, yeah. it's not like something that one person owns and another person does not. Yeah. And, and so I think the Lord just led this. And, and it just, I think then everybody felt like they could get behind that. Yeah. And, and we needed... We didn't need just more action, but we had to start with inspiration. We right. had to start with a retelling of God's story over Seattle because we we deal in, in narratives, right? We yeah. deal in story, and if we don't have – if we don't in our minds, we don't have a new vision, mm-hmm. nothing's going to get done. And yeah. that's, that's really where I think the prayer thing just started to bubble up. We mm-hmm. thought we could do this together. Could we at least start here? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just thinking about how Paul encourages in, in First Timothy, how he talks about how he'd love to see prayers being lifted up at all times, you mm. know, for our leaders, for, mm. you know, what is the city without the people that live in it, like mm. you were mentioning, you know? Mm. And I think that that's so central to our Christian expression. Uh, but, you know, I know for a lot of people, uh, prayer can be a little bit, especially if you're a newer follower in Jesus, it can be one of those things 
things that can be, um, you, I dare say, maybe awkward because yeah. you mm-hmm. don't know how to pray. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why the disciples say, hey, Jesus, teach mm-hmm. us how to pray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I think that, that prayer is this sort of ambiguous sort of like mm-hmm. uh, thing. But what I love about what you, what you guys are doing is that you're providing a structure mm-hmm. that can help um, help us all to engage. Could mm-hmm. you share about that? Yeah, it's, again, these as we gathered with our friends across the city, the ideas kind of started to ignite and people were kind of taking part. And so the, the end product was, you know, six weeks of Lent, six themes, uh, one theme for each week of Lent. So one card per week that we could unite as churches, wide, wide variety of churches could unite uh, together mm-hmm. over one theme per week for the city, so like just kind of on the back of Jeff's point about the city and the brokenness of the city and yet the beauty of this city and yet let's all unite across Mm -hmm. churches over these themes for six weeks. And then on top of that, with the six six weeks and the six themes, um, we had people willing to open up their their churches or Mm -hmm. their spaces to become like houses of prayer or prayer yeah. spaces, prayer rooms. Mm-hmm. So a different location over six weeks that mm-hmm. people could then come and inhabit and either be some of their, it's very diverse. Yeah. Um, some, some spaces are very um, contemplative, reflective. It's mm-hmm. very personal. Some places are offering nonstop prayer and worship for mm-hmm. like three hours. Wow. Um, some places are doing a, like a hybrid, a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point is their variety of expressions, which just wow. again symbolizes God's heart as we kind of unite in this this very ambiguous thing called prayer, which for some people can be extremely awkward and a bit unusual. Mm-hmm. But it just, I think, demonstrates the, the broadness of it. And the beauty, I'm glad you, realize, you highlighted the Lord's Prayer because for those prayer spaces, and that was something that came on our heart, for those to what to embody in that space, we've mm-hmm. actually, on our lovely graphics, uh, designer friend helped us with this. Mm-hmm. We actually produced a resource, uh, the Lord's Prayer. So these there are these giant um, pull-up banners mm-hmm. uh, broken into six components of the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. That, so every prayer room features the Lord's Prayer, awesome. which is beautiful. It. It's uncontested. Everybody, even if you were to walk off the street, yes. the, the random stranger would have a sense of what the Lord's Prayer yes. is, and that's where mm-hmm. you start. So that's kind of it in a nutshell, and we've yeah. got cards that we can give to churches, communities. I mean, there's cards being used in families, mm-hmm. among friendship groups, small groups, churches, businesses, the marketplace, the public sphere. They're everywhere. And then the little stickers that kind of go with that. And then the, the praise Seattle band. As you say, like a framework for people to kind of Yes. Yeah. I love that so much. You know, I, I even love the fact that there are so many diverse uh, churches that are being involved. I think that that really helps us to understand uh, the the bigness, if I can use that word, of Jesus's church. You know, mm-hmm. maybe if you're listening to me right now and you just don't have a church that you attend, or maybe it's been a while. You know, you're at home and you just kind of worship on your own. Maybe during this pandemic time, you just haven't found that church home. This is an opportunity for you to engage with God's people. Mm. You know, in a in a way that might be different than a Sunday service, but it's equally just as powerful as mm. we all come together. You know, I love the prayer cards because it just gives you, like I said, that framework, scriptures and things to pray for and pray about. Mm. I just really love that. Could you guys share maybe a little bit more on 
uh, maybe some of the topics, you know, as, as these weeks progress, what are some of the things that people are going to be praying for, you know, as, as we kind of go through this time? Yeah, so we just tried to cover the different spheres of society and, and, and the different uh, impact points of our city, right? And, and we started with the church just because we felt like, you know, we're the light of the world, we're the salt of the earth, and, mm. and we don't want to just put all this on, on the city. We want to we be changed, and, mm. and we feel like we have a responsibility, and we also want to be the answer to our prayers. And that's a big part of this, too. I think sometimes prayer is this escape, you know, uh, uh, escape from reality. But no, this is about people who are invested, and we want to be a part of the answer to our prayers. Um, and so we start with the church, and and uh, and then we kind of moved into family and youth, and mm-hmm. we just see just where we need the Lord's redemption and restoration in the youth of our city and in families. I mean, so much happens in the family, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then we kind of move. We just kind of moved out like in concentric circles mm-hmm. yeah. to, to the marketplace, yeah. uh, to the government, uh, to yeah. the civic leaders, uh, to law enforcement, you know, these needs we have for our city to be uh, governed well. And man, you know, every, there's a lot of issues there that we need, we need God's wisdom and God's hand in. And, mm-hmm. um, and then just the people that are really hurting, the marginalized, those that are uh, you know, without homes and, 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 and struggling with addiction and all these different things we see in our city. So those are just some of the themes, but it was really generic. You know, we were kind of looking for prayer. When we were writing these, we thought, oh, if, does anybody else have prayer cards that we could just take <laughs> and, 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 and use? And, and we couldn't find, find much, so we, we made our own. And, and, um, and what's funny is now people from, from Portland, actually, and other places mm-hmm. have said, we're going to take your prayer cards. Can we take I a prayer love card? it. So I think when you take a little initiative, it goes a long way. Yeah, and, right. and, and like you said, it's equipping. Um, we didn't want to um, add too much oversight to this, but just enough to equip people to, yes. to do what they can do uh, in God's power. And um, mm-hmm. and that's what we, we, we chose to execute on, and, and that was about it. And then other than that, we just let it let it breathe, let God do what he's going to do. Yeah. Um, so, and that really is the heart of pastoral ministry, is it not, you know, to equip the saints? Yes. And, and I love the way you put that. Because, you know, when I was younger and I grew up Catholic, I just saw that there was such a distinction between the priest and the common people, and there was mm. such a separation. Mm. But then as you read Exodus, as you read First uh, Peter, there's, mm. there's so much of a call for us to be God's holy priesthood, mm. to be set apart mm. entirely. Every single person who believes in Jesus, mm-hmm. including my three-year-old daughter, right. you know, she's just as called and equipped uh, to pray powerfully for, mm. for these spheres. While you were talking, I was just thinking about what happens when we pray. Mm. What happens when we pray is that we actually get a closer uh, understanding of God's heart for his people. Right. Mm-hmm. We see the brokenness right. yeah. and right. we see how, how God can can. Right. Inter- intercede and intervene right. in ways that we just could never even imagine. Well, you know, as we wrap up our program here, you know, I just want to let our listeners know yet again, you can go to PraySeattle.org. That's PraySeattle.org. There you're going to find all the resources we talked about today. You're going to find the themes and the cards. You're going to find the locations of prayer rooms all throughout the city. And you're really going to be equipped, like I, like we mentioned, to step into the gap. Mm. You know, be a person in your city here in the Seattle metropolitan area. Maybe you live out in Bothell, Everett. You know, maybe you're down in Tacoma. You know, if you're listening to my voice, there is a way that we can engage in this spiritual battle that we all see right outside mm. our door. 
more. Mm -hmm. And that's when we engage in the heart of prayer. You know, as we close up, I just would love to ask you both, you know, uh, if there's one word of encouragement you might have for our listeners, uh, yeah, could you just share maybe one word of encouragement on how they can get engaged? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that this has shown me, and I've been in ministry a long time, and, and I believe these things often in my head, but not always in my heart. God is out ahead of us, mm. way, way out mm. ahead of us. So mm. true. He's not left uh, us to ourselves. He's not left the city. And he's just prepared our hearts. And I think what's happened over the last three years has been so difficult, but it's tilled the soil of the heart. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the heart of God's church, but it's the heart of the people in the city. Mm-hmm. And I believe he's really up doing, he's up to something new. And not because we're, we see what we're doing, but we're seeing, you know, you just discover all these little things happening all over. And yeah. something is happening, you know, something's happening nationally. And, you know, just to take courage and take heart that God's mm-hmm. out ahead mm-hmm. and that he's just looking for us to step out just in a little bit of faith. Yeah. And I think that's what prayer is. It's just a little bit that mm-hmm. I offer and then God will run with that. And and we are better together. We can't do it alone. Yes. I would just add to that, like that, that I love that God is like ahead and we've seen that and it's been amazing to be part of it. But in those prayer spaces, in those prayer rooms that have been prepared, worshipfully, prayerfully prepared, um, that God is there. Mm. And that's significant for those those moments, for those people who stumble across the door. When they're in those spaces, they meet with the divine. Mm-hmm. And that is precious. And I feel like that God's tenderness is just waiting. Mm-hmm. And God's comfort is waiting. There's so mm-hmm. much healing needed, I think, among lives in the city. And mm-hmm. I, I think these spaces just really are an offering yeah. and an invitation from God. So I get excited about that, and I'm, <laughs> I'm super encouraged in the Lord in that. So, yeah. Well, Pastor Jeff and Sharon, thanks for coming in. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Adrian. Been a Appreciate joy. It. And if you're listening to me again, you can connect with Pray Seattle at PraySeattle.org. I believe God is going to do some amazing things through His people, and that includes you. You've been listening to this 820 AM, the word special, Heart of the City. For more information on how your pastor or your ministry can be featured on 820 AM The Word, go to thewordseattle.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.